This is the Power Power Podcast. My name is Sarah of Underground Crowds. We hit Bible topics, smash book studies, punch out some songs here and there, and light up his word to strengthen our souls. Thanks for listening. We're going to talk about, we're going to study the life of Abraham. Let's start with our first verse and then we'll pray. Matthew 8, under Moses, Abraham is mentioned the most in the New Testament. Um, And so we're going to first reference, we're going to go back and forth, but we're going to first, I think, but we're going to first reference this verse. And it's uh, 8 verse 11, Matthew 8 verse 11. It says, I say to you that many will come from the east and west, recline at the table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Abraham, good old Abraham. Where was he coming from? Let's pray. I pray that, uh, Lord, you help us today. Um, Look. Look for something outside of our status quos, our white picket fences. Some of us are so caught up in our ways and our accomplishments, our desires, our achievements, what we're going to do next, that it's hard for us to leave that behind and follow you. So help us press in today and Catch a little glimpse of your, little more of a glimpse of your heart. In Jesus' name, amen. So, I went to Norway last two weeks. It's life-changing. I mean, it was just, it was not even, it, it, you guys might think it's stupid, but I'll tell you what I learned um, in a very short time while I was there. Anyway, Norway's beautiful. Really expensive right now with energy and all of that, but it's, really really beautiful i mean you could go anywhere and it just opened up to more views there's lakes there's streams everywhere and then and then the cliffs and the mountains like right next to it so it really didn't and rocks 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 everywhere and you know rocks make waterfalls and how pretty they are and it's just amazing but while i was up there um in hemsdale norway i was curious as to what um one of the things I've learned is that God always leaves a remnant, remnant everywhere. Like there's billion small villages in Germany, but um, I have yet to know of a town that does not have a Christian couple or a family living in it. And I, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure there might be. There's towns and villages everywhere. Maybe, maybe there, there isn't. But I, even in my town, there's another family that's right close by. You never know what God is doing. And so I was looking on the internet. I was like, what's God doing in Hemsdale? And I don't know the language. And so it looked like to me, but I did see the word by, I was searching all kinds of keywords, Bible, Jesus, worship, church. And I did see this site and it had what looked like uh, preaching going on and, and prayer and 
Jesus and I saw I understand Bible school and then there was like stuff that I connected with the camp style um, recreation and I was like well I'm on visit so I wrote them a few mails and they were like well okay um, come on out and we went out there to play some frisbee golf and see what God was doing and it was such a blessing but this is where the 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 testimony takes downward turn because my problem from the beginning of all this um, has been this idea of leading and leading comes with it a, comes with a huge responsibility that's just not willing to take on um, I do not want to be responsible for other people's lives thanks very much I'm signing out um, it's not that I hate people I think fellowship is the greatest thing ever and in fact I would not survive very long without church fellowship and teaching and all of that it's just not a thing I need to be there I need to be with my church um, but one of the things that held me back as the Lord was calling me forward or whatever was this idea that positions are filled right? if you go to Instagram everything looks like clean like everything look up ministries is there a ministry for military couples check is there a wheelchair ministry check is, is there an art ministry check is there some, everything is there a trafficking ministry? Check, 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 check. All filled in. And if you go to social media, it looks just so clean and put together and all these people are just, you know, it's, it's done. It's the feeling that you get. Uh, there's no, nowhere you're, if it's, if it can be done, it's been done. And so one of my leading arguments with the Lord, it was like, I need, I think there's already worship singers. I mean, yeah, yeah. What about songwriters? Yeah, there's a few songwriters out there call themselves Christ followers. Yep, yep, I see them every day on Instagram. Are you sure, as I'm past 40, or pushy 40 when he called me, past 40? really like and we're gonna get into Sarah and all what her deal was but I just was not getting excited about joining the throng of already filled positions then I went to Hemstow and I was talking with this new friend that I made who's from Cali represent and she was talking about the great ministry and all. I mean, we're, we're kind of small, but we're, we're close. And all of these students are coming. They're coming from everywhere. They're coming from all walks of life. They're doctors, they're lawyers, they're whatever. But they're taking time out to learn about God. And then we take them outside. So they'll go like ice camping or whatever, snow camping or whatever. And we'll be out for three days and we're studying about God and we're applying these truths. And I was like, oh, hey, sign me up. In fact, that's what I wanted to do. Um, before I moved out to Germany we started camp anyways side trail and then I was talking to another lady and she and I I was like is there a local church and she said I mean this is no shade she was like oh, we're, we're kind of okay here we got a fellowship but this is the body of Christ um, and I but that is a question and the people out in the community they they have their house churches and I thought from um, but not necessarily could somebody go online and say, Hey, I, you know, I could, I could visit this church or whatever. And, and there are some 
positives to that because when we're consumers and we just look up a church and we're just going to go fellowship with the church and then we've taken and we haven't given house churches sort of represent a a deeper i don't want to throw shade a deeper kind because if you are going to you can still consume there but if if you're going to hey start a house church you're already invested and if you were going to open your home in hospitality you're invested and so there there maybe and it's a theory we could scientifically study this but maybe as far as house churches goes there's a little more it's a little more representative of a committed set of believers instead of just going back and forth you know church hopping or whatever just consuming but i thought man it would have been nice to be able to to go to church on sunday now as i was driving away it dawned upon me how stupid i've been and the verse came to mind the harvest is plentiful the laborers are few See, I was letting social media define my my perspective on already filled positions in the church that I didn't need to be, you know, doubling up on and understudy for. But that there was a unique Abraham calling. There was a specific direction. There were things that needed places that needed God doesn't need anybody but positions to be filled and so it was real eye-opening for me and I got excited I mean there's there's you can get excited about box macaroni and cheese but get really excited about that homespun personal specific specificity okay Sarah go on making up new words for me I mean I knew I didn't know it didn't make it I didn't I people tell me all the time oh god I have a specific task for you it didn't hit me till I saw the need. And Podunk, Norway, Norway's there's no, it's not you know overly populated up there in Norway. A need. Now I came from America. There's a church on every corner. A need. Something not being done. Now, I don't know the answer is that local church for Hemsedale. I'm not that's not the conclusion I'm trying to jump to. I am praying. But it hit me that I did not know what I was talking about when I made all these presumptions about what it's like to serve in the kingdom for the kingdom of God. Boom. That's what I learned. Stop presuming upon what I'm calling you to do. Just stop, stop, stop right there. 
Don't map it out. And now we get to Abraham. We're in chapter 12, verse, verse 1 of Genesis. We get a little synopsis, a whole life synopsis in the chapter before. And, 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 and it looks like Terah got the calling, right? In verse 31 of Genesis chapter 11. Um, it looked, but that's, you know, when you get to chapter 12, you find out it wasn't Terah that got the calling and moved all the whole family. It was Abram. And that's what makes it interesting when you think about where Abraham came from, and he came from the Valley of Ur, and there's the Tigris and the Euphrates, and there is ziggurat. I'm studying this for a book I hope to write. There's ziggurat after ziggurat, and built on top of the ziggurat, well-established culture. So well-established, God had to split the languages. They were, gonna, they were part of the I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that club, the satanic club. Actually, I, need, I need to tell you that. I'm going to be like the most high I'm going to be. Yeah, that, that kind of, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going to have a house, I'm going to have a picket fence, I'm going to have a bulldog, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, until you get to the end of that I'm a rope, and you're still as empty as when you started, and none of that stuff filled you up. I want to say here, today, God is looking for those that are looking beyond the picket fence. And as, as I was praying about this to the Lord, I was like, was Abraham the kind of guy that was like, I am done with cigarette bill? I would say yes. Did he have God all figured out? No. I mean, he was from a pagan culture, pagan as it gets. Cigarette bill. All the cigarettes were built as idol-worshipping structures. And someone is looking. Is this all? Is this it? I've got the Porsche in the garage. I've got the dog in the back yard. I've got two kids sitting around the table. Is this it? Because I worked my butt off. I did the thing. I set out my list of I must. I accomplished all my I must. Is this it? Is this all? Maybe God's asking you today, look. Look. Look for more. I was lowest point, lowest point of my life. I was praying to die. I looked around. At the house, the kids, the car, the, 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 and I was like, God, I can't do this. I cannot live for this. And I made a bad decision. You know, I got my, I'm not going to get into that, but I, I cannot do this. And that's when it started. Well, let me tell you what I'm going to do. Now, the Lord said to Abraham, Go forth from your country. Right at, and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. It's going to disrupt everything. I can tell you from personal experience when my 
it was, I was in college, I was college hopper, and a degree hopper, and I'd gotten my heart broken, and so of course I had to leave college, and I ended up in Panama, working at a camp, and I was like, go back to school and finish what you started, so I'm going back to school, And there was this guy that was interested, but I have to go back, I have to obey God. So first casualty of war. Second casualty of war. I go back home, my parents are like, you're a flake, let's buy you a house. Let's buy you a house, who says that? Let's buy you a house, you can have foster kids or whatever. No, I have to go back to school. I get kicked out of the house. I mean, my parents don't understand. They're not Christians. They're like, you're just a flake. And you gotta go. You've wasted our college money. Go. I've got to go back to school. So I had nothing but $100, $200 maybe in my bank account. A ticket to my friend's wedding. Still no way to get back to school, which is in the Midwest. My guitar. That's it second casualty it's not gonna be easy when you start looking that's the minute you start counting the cost when you put down the I'm a list I'm gonna do I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do and you start saying I've had enough of the I'm a list I'm gonna do your list That's when all hell breaks loose. You just got to know. This world is not interested in you serving God wholeheartedly. Not at all. To the land, which I will show you. This, is, this verse is for those that are looking. Turn from the, I'm, I don't be a part of this, what everybody else is doing. It specifically says, move from your country. I'm gonna just do, meet the expectations of what my relatives want me to do for the sake of the family because that's what this is, that's what we're about from your relatives. From your father's house. Get out from under the security. Get out from underneath this financial stability. Get out from underneath that structure that has been built up all around you to keep you dead and asleep. Dead in works and asleep. This is the hardest thing you will ever do but it will get easier. And you don't even know where it's going. You don't even know what God has for you. You don't even know what it's gonna look like. But I'll tell you, for the Sarah, if you remember Sarah's testimony, do not presume. Because 
we ain't God. I gotta get give that that little memo out. Do not have his thoughts. It's the I will show you part. We need to lean into. I got this. I will never leave or forsake you. I got good plans. They got nothing to do with you wasting your life or a corporation that takes your body, takes your mind, takes your soul, takes your family time and leaves you with nothing but a paycheck at the end of the month. Countless, countless times I've seen it within Christendom is that it's the paycheck that is God, not God. Bound to it like a chain. Taking body, soul, mind, strength. When the only one that deserves our body, soul, mind, and strength is the Lord Most High. And He returns peace of mind. He returns fulfillment. He returns blessing. He returns calling. He doesn't take that all from you to leave you dead on the side of the road. We trust him with all of our lives. And he's not an abuser of power. He's a restorer and a giver of blessing. Peace out. Again, thanks for listening. Catch the next part of this series, usually Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. You can also find Underground Crowds on Twitter, Patreon, Bandcamp, or undergroundcrowds.com.